Yes, indeed, your Muskoka morning, and this is your Council Connection. Joining us in studio, of course, is our uh, news director, uh, Jeff Carter. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning, Grant. Councillor Scott Morrison is joining us. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. And Councillor Helena Renwick. Good morning, Helena. Good morning, Grant. Good so uh, you guys are uh, busy, busy times here at uh, in uh, in Muskoka, especially in the Huntsville area, and uh, a lot of different things have been uh, bouncing back and forth. And I'm just going to uh, I'm going to throw it over to you guys to to decide where you want to start or what we're going to chat about today uh, with our listeners. Well, first of all, thank you to Councilor Renwick for joining me. I think you should bring smarter people than you when you do these things. Keep yourself out of trouble. Um, but um, yeah, we're willing to talk about anything. I mean, uh, there's obviously some hot button topics right now. And uh, I want to touch on just a little bit. There's numbers flying around and it kind of makes it sound like council is being irresponsible with taxpayers' dollars and everything else. And that's couldn't be further from the truth. I, I know that Jeff watches some of the council meetings. And if you watch the debate, we debate sometimes for over an hour on spending $20,000. Like we, we don't want to waste anybody's money. Um, and recently there's two big ones. We're looking at a crosswalk uh, and a number went out there at $81,000. So mm-hmm. the headline is Councillor Renwick and Councillor Morrison want to spend 81 grand on a crosswalk. If they watched the meeting, they'd well, see that, that we both, sorry. To be clear, that was not reported by us. That was not as, reported by you at all. As such a no. headline. That was not your headline. And I appreciate your headline much better. Um, but so the real story, if you watch the meeting was as soon as we saw that number, Councillor Renwick and I both said, we will never spend that much money on a crosswalk. We want to circle back with better numbers, come back with something that's more uh, amenable. And also we want to do it without spending taxpayers dollars. We want to do it through grants and the hospitality tax and other ways that it doesn't hit the levy. So, but that's not a good headline for certain media sources and, uh, in the public, right? (laughs) So it's not as exciting to talk about it that way. So then there's still, you know, opposition to the very idea of doing this. So what do you say to that? Well, it depends on what the opposition is. I mean, I got a phone call yesterday from someone that two days ago, um, she doesn't live in town. She visits once in a while. She um, doesn't want to see political symbols in town. And she also told me that there was no actual bodies at the indigenous schools, um, the the residential schools. So I don't have much to say to those people. If you bring me an argument of, um, hey, what about other groups? What about um, the taxpayers' dollars? That, that's something I am willing to address because they're reasonable and valid complaints. Um, and that's where Helena and I are going. We're coming back in September with a report to address those things. Absolutely. I'll let Helena talk about that. We are. And, and before I talk about that, I just want to go back. If the question was posed to, let's say, let's on social media, because the question was, would you spend, you know, we would never spend $81,000 on a crosswalk. Would we spend any money on a crosswalk? If the crosswalk was free, would you still want a crosswalk? And that's really the question that needs to be asked, because the amount of hatred that's out there that's why we still need to have these discussions and about inclusivity about you know equality if we don't put a price tag on it and obviously it will cost us some money but the question really should have been do you want a crosswalk in Huntsville? Mm-hmm. but it seems that muskoka pride doesn't even want to back this project at this point no, they do they, oh they back it jeff they're not backing it with any money but they do, they certainly support it yeah, and I, I was down yeah. at the Muskoka Pride um, <clears throat> event this weekend, and Merv, who's with Muskoka Pride, is amazing. They support it wholeheartedly, but as you're probably aware, they don't have a lot of money. You mm-hmm. know? So no. for them to take money out of their funding that's trying to fund youth and, and help promote equality, and um, it's hard for them to support it financially. But right. the other question, too, is a lot of people, well, we don't need it. We do enough. We have the flags. Like, there was a gentleman that was um, <laughs> was killed in a hate crime, I think just two days ago, for dancing to a Beyonce song and being gay. Yeah. You know, that's, that's why he was killed. 
So you're telling me we don't need to do more? Like, come on. So we do, we yeah. do, and just further to what you were saying, Scott, about um, doing a unity square. So mm-hmm. including both the pride flag, um, but also the perhaps the, the veterans, perhaps um, the indigenous, the seven feathers, the seven teachings, and to have a location in downtown that's inclusive. That's a unity square, um, and that's where Scott and I are going and looking at uh, partnering with other groups to potentially do this. Mm-hmm. So we'd still like to have the crosswalk, and and again, I want to I want to clarify that this is not a personal push for me or for Scott. It's something that, you know, we're passionate about it, but it is, we're counselors, but we're also representing a, a, a large portion of this community. Mm-hmm. It's not just, um, it's, it's not a personal thing, but for sure. Yeah, and if you look into our, our official plan, our yeah. community services master plan, Absolutely. if you look, all the documents in the last few years from our town um, have given council a mandate to be more inclusive, to show the, the town that we're more inclusive. And that came from consultation with the public. And so what we're doing now is carrying on the legacy of previous councils that yep. have said we need to do more. And I would say to you, Grant, if, um, if, if you were told that we as a community can do something that would literally save people's lives and make people feel welcome for an oppressed community and it didn't cost you anything, would you be willing to do that? Right. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm just confused by the, I, I don't think that this really has anything to do with costs. And I, and I think that the reason this whole thing is being paused or why it's just not going into place it really hasn't to do with cost i think there's it's it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's exactly what you guys are talking about because the cost thing's already been proven there's been many people that have shown <clears throat> these type of washrooms at different uh, communities different towns and the price is way lower than what has been you know put forth here so i i, I don't understand if 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 the saying that it's going to cost this much money is just to get people to stop talking about it. It's just to make it go away. I mean, from the outside looking in, it kind of seems a little bit that way to me, but it seems a little bit that way with me with a lot of things that are going right on right now within our community. And uh, I don't mean to get away from this yeah, because yes, I do agree that yes, I mean, if, if it's going to make people feel comfortable, accept it, all that things and, and save lives, of course it's an important thing, but the washroom thing, mm-hmm. like this is, this is ridiculous, in my opinion, how long this has been going on with the money that was donated. You know, why don't we, we're at the point now. Why don't we just, you know, support one of these local companies and just put porta potties down there? You know what I mean? And then just be done with it. And I don't know. I just don't understand why even something like that. And it's not and I'm not blaming counselors for this. I'm not. But there seems to be some type of disconnect. That's just me from the outside looking in. And I mean, I'll leave it at that. But what is the what's the main thing that's holding up the the washrooms in Rivermill Park? Do you, do you think at this point? Yeah, well, this, that's a great question. Thanks for the opportunity to address it on air because it's um, there's a lot of misconceptions about this as well. Um, the bottom line is that a number was brought to council of, of sixty thousand dollars, and it was thought to be reasonable at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the quotes came in, of course, that number is not where it's at right now. Um, and again. The headline is council is going to spend six hundred and some odd thousand dollars on on washroom plus installation. Well, right. we are fortunate to have an unbelievably generous donor, and that puts us in a position that uh, maybe other towns wouldn't be. But if you watch the meeting again, council, we had a special meeting that was over an hour, and it was mm-hmm. heavily and hotly debated. And we all agreed, no, this is not a number we can spend. We right. can't spend taxpayers' dollars for this much money. Let's circle back, find a new location, find something more reasonable, and maybe it goes out for a new tender because mm-hmm. the tenders we have, I mean, it was done at a time when we needed it done really quickly. So maybe we pause, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. realize this isn't going to happen this year. We recircle, uh, retender, and we do it next spring, and, and we fight hard to find a location that isn't as expensive. Oh, okay. And just a question for me, because I'm, I'm, I'm simple. I don't understand it. <laughs> well, why would these washrooms have to be moved in the wintertime and put in the storage? What's, what's the reasoning behind that? They, if they've been installed, they wouldn't have to be. No, but wasn't there was, uh, wasn't there something about there was something about having to rent a, an area to? Well, that was because they have to take delivery, right? Before it's installed. It, ah, okay, sorry, okay, I misunderstood that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah because we've committed. It, it's yeah. you know they're concerned about damage if they mm. store it somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere else. Right now, it's at the factory, and we are paying. We're not paying yet, uh, are yeah. we, Scott? No. But once we make a decision on what we're going to do with it, then possibly we might be paying. A rental fee to keep it there. Ah, uh, okay. Because you don't really right. don't want to move it twice. Okay, I misunderstood. I that's thought okay. that, that's I good. thought that it was going to be like every winter they'd have to be <laughs> moved for some reason. I'm like, what is going on? No, okay. no. We looked All at right. the option of taking delivery now mm-hmm. and having it, let's say, at the Medill yard and holding it on in our possession. But two things: one, um, the more it gets moved, the more chance for damage. Yeah. And also, the minute you take delivery, the warranty starts. Right. So, yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, that makes sense. It. I mean, so, I mean, it doesn't make sense then to do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's what that is. Excellent. But good question. Good question. Yeah. No, I just wondered. I wasn't. Uh, I. I just. Uh, you know what I mean? Like. E- I don't know how to say this. I don't know. Uh, you, say it. You, I just. It just seems like it, a lot of things seem to be taking a long period of time to 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 get started, and I, I just wonder. What, I mean, I don't know if it's something you 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 can't say, but th- there seems to be things that seem to get in the way from making mm-hmm. progress you know what i mean from moving forward and, and, and that's just and, and that's just me looking uh, on the outside i'm not again this is nothing attacked towards council or council no, no, members no. i just mean you know once something is is introduced and then you know there's a timeline and then the timeline seems to get you know extended mm-hmm. and then we we need to revisit this again perhaps we should form another committee before we revisit this and then you know what maybe we should make another committee as well it's just that's what it just seems yeah, i don't know maybe i'm being silly well, here but grant there are a lot of things that happen through the town that happen on a regular basis mm-hmm. that we're you know that we're privy to that you know that staff do on a regular basis there's so many activities through customer or through the um, community services through all the different departments that are happening on a regular basis these are projects that are sometimes up and above higher in in addition to what staff normally do. Do. Mm-hmm. So it, you're right. It does get bogged down, I think, in the cogs of, of you know, bureaucracy and about red tape. And it's frustrating. Trust me, for, for Councillor Morrison and myself, <laughs> I think uh, especially Councillor Morrison here, I just, uh, you know, he wants to get things done quickly. And I, and I do, too. We're doers. Right. Mm-hmm. But you have to respect the process at times. And that's frustrating. And I can see from your perspective, you know, outside of it, it seems like things are going very slowly. Well, maybe but, there's something wrong with the process. Well, possibly. Perhaps, possibly. Yeah. 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 And that's we're not denying that. Yeah. Um, and well, I say, yeah, discussion. to yeah. that, Greg, that's a good point that I've had. Um, I'll say I had a chat with our CEO just recently and, and our mayor as well, where they brought up the idea that <clears throat> they're looking at organizational structures and processes and systems to see how we can streamline. Right. Um, for instance, we bog down staff with reports sometimes, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, give us a report on this, give us a report on that yeah. when they already have 30 reports on their desk. So by the time they get to those reports, yes, it takes some time. This one, the bathrooms, <clears throat> for instance, um, council agreed to go forward mm-hmm. and then they went out for tender and only got one tender and that tender was not reasonable. Okay. So they brought that back, did some consulting to realize that that number was nuts. Then they went back out to get more tenders, brought the numbers in, brought those to council. We thought they were crazy. Uh, the numbers were crazy. They were. So now yeah. we're circling back and we won't have answers until September. So, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Anything, Jeff, that you wanted to, uh, to add or... No, it's, I, I completely agree that, you know, seem, things 
seem to be, I'm going to say, fuddled up. <laughs> okay. <Fair laughs> but here's what I do respect. I respect yeah. that you guys definitely take the time to come in and, and oh, talk about these absolutely. things. Because, you know, on a lot of cases, that, that hasn't happened when there's been mm. invites. So that is truly a great thing. And, and you know, I admire, like, the, the drive and dedication that you guys are having and trying to make changes and stuff. I mean, right. that's that doesn't go unnoticed either. So that's well, definitely well, to you guys. Awesome you guys thing. are truly a community, not just a community radio station, but a community community uh, media source and, and network. Right. So this is the place for us to come and explain to people. And if you're listening, watch the meetings and realize that yeah. we aren't spending your tax dollars willy nilly. We debate for tons of time on every little thing. Very long. Yeah. And we're going to and we're going to continue to do that. Um, yeah. I'd like to go off script for a second and give a plug to my colleague, Helena Renwick. She has an open house today, four to six at uh, Partners Hall, right? That's my artist hat. I artist hat. So totally separate from council. Yeah. I think it's going to be amazing. Her unbelievably <laughs> talented um, soul has put together some amazing pieces of artwork. So come on out if you want to see something awesome from thank four you, to six. Scott. That's awesome. Councillor Renwick, Councillor Morrison, we thank you uh, so much for your time. And uh, and uh, please don't be a stranger. Anytime you want to come in to share something to, to clear things up, because uh, that, that I would imagine is one of the most frustrating things about your position is when you see things that that are printed that are so far from the truth that yeah. I mean that must be frustrating and it also must be frustrating and I can say this dealing with uh, with lack of a better term just some of those people that are literally out of their minds about their ways of thinking and their yeah. and and their views towards thing and the amount of anger and hate they have as well so yeah that's we've got broad shoulders that. we'll get yeah. through it yep thick skin it's your council connection on your Muskoka morning the bay 88 to 7